Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello, gorgeous souls. I'm back with another solo episode because I feel like I have a lot to say and a lot to tell you guys. So looking forward, there's going to be a lot of these solo episodes coming out where you and I are just going to sit down and, you know, I'm going to have these conversations about information I feel like you need to know in order to expand your consciousness, in order to work with your wounding, with your patterns, you know, and to really break free of your own personal matrix. So I'm hopping on today just so casually because if you know me, that's how I am. And I just want to sit down and talk about one of my favorite topics. So what I want to chat with about with you today about is what it means to be a karmic healer. Now I get this question a lot on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, you know, in my DMs. I always get the question of like, what does it mean to be a karmic healer? And how do I know if I am one? And there's no simple, dry, cut, clear answer to this question, but there is a large conversation around, you know, what is a karmic healer? Like, what does that actually mean in, you know, my lens of things? And how can that assist in you understanding if you might be one? Now, let's just preface with the fact that we're all here to work on our karma. That's what I believe personally. That's um, that's where my consciousness has landed in my vast experience of spirituality, of astrology, of you know all the other you know tools I've explored over the over the last more than ten years. Where I've landed and what my consciousness, you know, sort of came in knowing was that we are all here to work on our karmic contracts. I do believe Earth is a is a school. I do believe that Earth is a big lesson in um, expansion, in healing. I do believe we choose to come here to learn certain things. So in saying this, yeah, we are all here clearing up karma, working on our karma, doing our earth school lessons, and we can discover like what those are through the birth chart, through many different dualities, through past life regressions, through future life regressions, through you know space between regressions, um, meditation. And just tapping into our sacred and inner knowing, I feel like if you're listening to this, it's because you also have the sense that, yeah, we are here to clear up 
our karmic contracts, to work out some shit, to learn some earthly lessons through the physical experience of being here on earth. So let's start with that. Yeah, we're all here doing it, right? Where every single person you encounter is working out their karma. Now, in saying that, I do believe there are young souls, there are old souls, there are middle level souls. You know, it's kind of like if we were to compare it to a school, you'd have, you know, the lower class, maybe let's compare it to high school here in Canada. We don't really use the terms like senior and, um, I don't even know the terms for the U.S., but we don't use those terms here. We just have like grade 9, 10, 11, 12. And let's compare it to that as like, okay, so our newer souls are like in that grade 9. You know, you just go into high school. You're brand new. You're a fresh baby. Um, You don't even know what to expect yet. (laughs) Or we could even compare it even more closely to like the brand new souls as like those kindergarten souls, right? Like they don't even know what they're getting into and they come to earth and they don't even they don't even know about the level of pain the level of processing the level of you know poison and hurt and harm that can be here on earth and in that you know they get to discover the beauty the love the expansion the physical experience of being here and what a joyful pleasure-filled world it can be so they kind of tap into these moments where I feel like these young souls are the ones that get into mob mentality mindset that just kind of go with the flow buy into anything they've been served because they're just fresh right it's just like kindergarten everything's new everything's like this brand new experience so We can look at it like that. And again, take anything I say with a grain of salt because as I'll remind you over and over and over, I know nothing, you know nothing. We're literally on this spinning rock just trying to figure it all out. And all we can really do is operate from what our consciousness you know, resonates with what information we learn that really, really speaks to our soul knowing and how much ancient wisdom we can sort of channel in from the beyond so we don't really know anything these are just my feelings and my um my inner knowings right this is just my inner knowings is like this is what i feel is the experience there are many many books um for instance a wonderful book that dives into you know the journey of souls and the space between is i believe it's called journey of souls or something like that um by michael newton i believe his name is and it's a wonderful wonderful glance at a past life past life regressionist and hypnosis hypnotist that's the word um exploring this journey through many 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 clients and getting the same results over and over and over again to kind of land on an agreed upon version of what happens in the space between how souls sort of incarnate the old souls the young souls so yeah we're all here to do our karmic work okay we're all here learning at a different level and picking our lessons. Now in that, what I believe happens is that, and I don't know if it has any correlation to the level of soul, you know, new, medium, old, I would say more so higher up souls or um, not higher up souls, but souls who have lived more lives, had more experience, um, done 
the lessons they wanted to do and learned what they were looking to learn. These would be the souls who come in as healers, okay, as um, as healers. Now, maybe they have a karmic debt to do the healing work in this life, or maybe it's just some sort of conscious decision that they want to up-level humanity or assist in the process of teaching and guiding souls to really work with their karmic debts. And I feel like we come in with the sense of a knowing. So I'll, I'll give you an example just from myself because I obviously can only teach from my self-experience and that of my clients. For me, there was always a knowing that I, A, was meant for something very, very big, okay? Very, very big here on earth. And what I used to sort of feel it was, was leaning into my south node and Leo stellium. I thought, and this is part of it, but I really thought that I was meant to be famous, to be seen, to be loved and adored and entertain the world, okay? Now, as I've gone through my discovery process through my own astrology, I now understand that it was so much more than that. That feeling that I came in with knowing I was meant for big things was actually more my Aquarius North Node conjunction to my IC. That energy of like, I came here to do service and change the collective consciousness, okay? I came to help people find belonging and to really tap into ancestry and karma and past lives and all this information that, you know, I'm teaching right now in Alchemize the Depths around the IC or the Nadir, which is the tap root of our system. Okay, this is the tap root of our energetic body. It's where we we expose energetically and astrologically all of our ancestral karma, all of our past life information. What um, what is the deepest root systems of your karmic incarnation? And so I came here to do this major upheaval of helping and assisting you my beautiful community, Aquarius, in breaking the matrix, Aquarius. Now, when I came in with that knowing, like I said, I didn't understand it at first. I just knew it was big and I knew that it was going to be something very, very massive in scale. That was just my knowing. And I knew from a very young age that I had this natural ability to assist people in their pain, okay? I was always the person that could talk someone off a cliff. I was always the person who could um, really work with people's emotional states to rewire or help them, you know, um, turn a situation around to benefit them, to heal, to process, to understand there was bigger factors at play. I've always been, even when unconscious and asleep, I've always been the person who could shift my people, my community out of pain, 
out of living within small boxes, out of the norm, right? I've always been the person helping my community, my soul tribe expand past um, the societal expectations that are put upon them and the need for approval. So though I grew up seeking desperately, desperately to have the approval approval of others. I just needed that so, so deeply. My Leo stellium with my south node and my moon, I needed approval. But in my needing of approval, I was still able to liberate others. I was still able to encourage others to explore their very unique and esoteric and new age selves, their eccentric selves to be different and very Aquarian. So you'll see here that like I knew there was something I was meant to do that was bigger. I was the natural healer. I was, you know, even without knowing it, I was helping people do what they needed to do, do what they incarnated to do, which is work with their karma, work with their contracts. Now, you, if you're listening to this, may feel a deep resonance in that. You may feel like, yeah, I've always known that there was something within me that was A, meant to do something great. No matter how you do it, if you do it on a global scale, if you do it one-to-one, if you touch 10 people's lives, you are doing something massive in assisting in people, you know, working with their karmic contracts or looking deeply into their wounding patterns and, and saying no more. I will not operate on this low anymore. I'm ready to learn my lesson. I'm ready to expand my consciousness. That's huge. Whether it's one person, whether it's you and your family, whether it's you breaking the lineage of a painful family line or, you know, becoming the mother who shifts their child into living a more liberated life, whatever it is, it could be as small as you, you know, being the person who smiles at everyone on a walk or in the grocery store or the person who, you know, makes everyone have a better day because you have brought uh, love and honor and, you know, inspiration and joy into the lives of everyone you meet, no matter how cruel, how, um, whatever it is, like that could be the simplest thing. It's just you, you smiling at every person you walk by. That's a ripple right? Right up into like you literally changing family karma, community karma, collective karma, whatever it is. So there is this sense of like knowing that you are a healer in some way. You are a healer healer of lineage. You are a healer of, I can't talk today, guys. Mercury is in its pre-retrograde shadow. And when this happens, my brain literally starts to kind of flatline. So bear with me as I try to get my words out here in this stream of consciousness. But, you know, you are a healer of lineage. You are a healer of ancestry. You are a healer of the collective consciousness. You just know it and you know that your ripple effect is within that realm in your own way, right? Your story may be very different than mine. It might be similar, but there is a sense of, yeah, I'm here to really, really bring light to the patterns and the contracts and the, you know, ways in which we can get stuck in our karmic signatures, right? Because I do believe 
that even though we come in with these conscious lessons and we sort of incarnate knowing what we want to do, I do believe we can get stuck in a loop. I do believe we can go through many lives repeating the same mistakes or the same lessons. Let's not even think of them as mistakes. Let's think of them as lessons, right? I do believe that we can keep repeating the same lessons because we just aren't learning exactly what we intended to learn and we keep you know doing the same thing over and over and over and you keep having to incarnate with your mother because you haven't sorted your shit out or you keep having to incarnate with a certain partner because the two of you are in some sort of soul um, contract to evolve together but neither of you are you know following the guidelines of that contract so I do believe what a karmic healer really is, is someone who comes in, you know, maybe, and I'm even going to take the word maybe away there. It's like someone who incarnates with this very, very powerful intention of allowing and assisting in the collective healing, in the collective evolution. Now, we can think of this as like the three waves of souls that Dolores Cannon talks about, or we can think of this as, I don't know, think of it in any way you want to, but like there's some sort of choice when we incarnate, maybe due to our own soul wounding, maybe because we are, you know, stepping into a more mastery state in our soul consciousness, maybe we're becoming the teachers or maybe it's a karmic debt. I'm not entirely sure that's really going to resonate with your soul more than it will with what I say is true because all can be true simultaneously and all can be true. Like one can be more true than the other, but whatever it is, it's this conscious knowing that you're here to help and facilitate, you know, the next phase of conscious evolution of collective evolution and right now that's so potent and powerful because you can see without any way of denying it that we are shifting the collective consciousness if the last two and a half almost three years has shown us anything it is that we are entering a brand new paradigm, world, earth, whatever word you want to put to it, whatever English, you know, word you want to connect into that, we are shifting the world. There are other players attempting to shift the world in other ways. There always will be because the thing about astrology and the cosmic rhythms and the cosmic weather is that it goes both ways. We don't get to experience only one side of an energy, okay? And I want to just reiterate that for you right now. We do not get to experience only one side of an energy. And what I mean by that is we do not only get to experience the high octave of Taurus because Uranus is moving through Taurus. If we did, that would mean that, yeah, we would go through this amazing transformative collective awakening and rapid shift 
around our finances, our self-worth, our you know, connection to the earth, our homes, our stability, our food, what goes in and on our bodies, and it would just be good and beautiful and Venetian. And the high level of Venus, which is just like, it feels good. It's met with love. It is love. But because of the way earth just operates, in my humble opinion, we also get to experience the low octaves of Taurus and Uranus moving through Taurus, right? So this means that, and I'm remembering I had a dream about talking about Uranus for some reason, and now it's interesting because I I can't quite get the dream, but here I am talking about it. Um, So the low octaves of Uranus moving through Taurus is, yeah, all those things I just said around money, around, you know, the financial system, food, what goes in and on our bodies, our self-worth, our homes, our security, all that stuff, we also get to experience the low octave. So this means food shortages. Yeah, that's on the mind of everyone right now. Um, Fossil fuels, those are from the earth. Okay, shortages, that's on the mind of everyone right now. The shift in what we use to power things, okay, that's very Aquarian in nature and we could relate to Saturn and Aquarius, but also like that stuff comes from the earth. Everything comes from the earth. That's Taurus, right? The, um, the waking up and the low octave of, you know, more and more chemicals and poison on the earth, right? More and more, uh, over-processed foods, the conversation of what is going in our bodies and the lack of awareness around a large portion of humanity. So we have to remember that as we experience earth, yeah, we got to, we got to experience the low and the high. Now we as karmic healers, if you resonate with that term, are the ones who get to look at the high and the low and usher in a reality that focuses or is aimed around the high, right? We get to honor and look at the low. That's the shadow work. Why are we operating in this way? Why are we um, choosing the low octave? Why are we in the shadow of example, Taurus and Uranus? And then as a karmic healer, it's like, okay, so how do we shift? How do we, you know, welcome in a new paradigm of financial freedom? How do we heal the way we interact with the earth? How do we, you know, remove chemical processing from our food? How do we be advocates of a movement around those topics? And so if you are a karmic healer, it's like you know that you are here to help the betterment of society. You are here to help the betterment of your people, your community, your family, whatever it is. And for everyone, it's going to be different. For me, you know, with all my Aquarian energy in my chart, for me, it's the collective. That's why I'm sitting on this podcast right now talking to a large community of people that I'm building over time. This is my movement, right? It's high consciousness collective conversations. For you, it might be your family. 
might be, you know, your friend group. It might be small, but maybe you're sitting there saying, yeah, I want to talk to a big collective about this message because I have something to share with many, many people. So it doesn't matter the level of people you reach with your karmic healing. What matters is the power of your message, the power of your healing, and the power and belief and, you know, love behind what you're doing. So this means really working with tools, right? Tools to up-level your message, up-level your, your work. And this is where things like, you know, working with practitioners or taking certifications or doing things, you know, and I am not one for like doing a lot of certifications because I believe it's all within us. But, you know, expanding your knowledge, I am for that. Expanding your consciousness and bringing in tools that you've never used before. Oh my goodness, I am all for that. So that's where things like, you know, my, my, astrology certification come into play it's like if you're a karmic healer what are your tools to do your work because you know through this conversation so far you've seen how I use astrology to do my work you know if you've had a reading with me if you've been following me for a while if you've you know been in any of my workshops or trainings or certifications you know that I look at a soul signature I look at a soul blueprint to understand why you incarnated, where your pain points are, why you brought those lessons in with you, and then how you are going to liberate yourself, how you're going to break your own personal matrix, how you're going to do your healing work. What is it? What is that healing work, right? We look at the soul blueprint. We look at the map of your cosmic consciousness in order to say, yeah, it's been there all along. It's major confirmation for my clients, my students, all of you. You know, if you've worked with me, that the ripple effect of one single point in your chart can change the trajectory of your life. And imagine, just imagine for a second, being able to tap into the multi-dimensional-ness that is your birth chart. Looking at it through karmic lenses. Looking at it through this deep, esoteric, shadow lens. And through the lens of purpose and destiny. And understanding through, you know, your birth chart, through another person's birth chart how you can assist and facilitate this karmic healing in a new and expansive and beautiful way. And so that's what I teach you guys, right? Like that's why I am here when it all boils down to, you know, what it boils down to is that that's, that's why I'm here. And if you have that soul resonance of like, yeah, I am a karmic healer. I know I'm here to assist and facilitate in moving, you know, collective consciousness, familial consciousness, ancestral consciousness forward. If you're here to break personal matrix, if you're here to assist in the process of expanding consciousness beyond the societal programming we have lived within for a millennia, 
God knows how long we've actually been in this, then yeah, it's time to find your tools. It's time to find your, you know, processes to actually doing that work. Is it working the land? Is it through family? Is it through astrology? Is it through joining my certification this fall and becoming a karmic astrologer? You know, getting that certification and understanding how to do what I do, how to look at the cosmic rhythms and bring it down to earth to actually shift, you know, the people around you, the people you work with, your clients, whatever it is, the collective consciousness, whatever it is, is that your tool? Is it astrology? Is listening to this conversation right now, you know, causing a a chilling sensation of yes within you? Is your body sort of responding to the frequency of knowing that this soul language needs to be deepened within you? So if you are sitting there and you're like, yeah, (laughs) astrology is the way, it is the way to, you know, enlightening my consciousness or expanding my mind or how you are going to break your personal matrix, then I mean, I'm here to support you and facilitate that teaching for you. So let's tap into really what karma boils down to, right? If we look at karma in a lens of these repeated signatures, it can be as simple, as simple a word as, you know, Everything that needs healing in this life, everything that needs attention, awareness, and really what you came here to do. So is your process, is the work you're meant to do within the exact realm of what you're listening to right now? You know, looking at the cosmic signatures, looking at the stars, and absolutely radically using this beautiful sky blueprint that is us, the mirror of us, to help people heal. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm going to show you guys in It's Karmic. You know, last year was the first round of It's Karmic, and it was so beautiful, and this year I get to make it even bigger, even more expansive and powerful. And I've actually lengthened the experience. I've lengthened that experience of its karmic to eight weeks instead of six weeks this time, because that's how much more content I have to share with you guys around, you know, karmic astrology, around soul healing, around psychic protection, around everything, everything. So we're going to talk so much more about this on the podcast about, you know, what it is to be a karmic healer and maybe next episode. Yeah, a hundred percent. I will show you guys, you know, how you can find your own karmic healing signature. So like signs that you are here to break generational curses within 
your birth chart, within your soul knowing. And we'll talk a lot about soul healing and soul wounding. We'll do a lot of chats on the podcast coming up around, you know, this karmic mastery, past lives, tapping in. How do you know? How do you know what you're here to work with and liberate? And if you are ready to dive into this, I am opening up the doors for its karmic. As of the moment you hear this podcast, the doors are officially open. This is me announcing to the universe. This is the first moment I am inviting, you know, you through this podcast to join me through this journey, through this eight week journey with me, an intimate, intimate dive into understanding the stars through karma, understanding astrology through a past life lens, working with soul healing, generational curse breaking, all the good stuff through your understanding of the astrology. I'm going to teach you how to read charts. I'm going to teach you how to look at a chart in a karmic way instead of, you know, the traditional way. I'm going to teach you where to look for wounding, how to look for wounding, what does that wounding feel like and and show up as in a person's soul, body, mind. I'm going to teach you the medicines of the chart through shamanic astrology, the balancing points. How do we actually move from, you know, astrology in our mind to astrology in our body here on earth. I'm going to teach you all the good stuff. And you are going to come out of this certification feeling so empowered because that's really what I'm here to do. And it all boils down to a fine point is I'm here to empower you empower you to do your soul work, your karmic work, because that is my karmic work, right? And it's through the stars. And yours is probably through the stars too, if you're still listening to this. So come on this journey with me. I'm only taking 10 souls, 10 souls for this intimate dive into the cosmos. So if you're ready, We begin October 25th and early bird pricing is up right now. And this journey, I can attest to through my students, through my clients, will be one of the most life-changing, life-affirming experiences of your life because it will start or jumpstart or assist the movement you are here to create the soul work you're here to do. So I can't wait to connect with you. Cannot wait to connect with you on this journey. And we're going to be chatting. Okay. Like I said, next episode, we're going to talk more about, you know, general generational curse breaking, lineage, ancestry, soul wounds. We're going to go so deep into it. It's going to be so juicy. I'm sending you so, so much love. And I can't wait to dive deeper into this process with you. 